Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Philemon. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, as we read this chapter, we pray that we would see the right way to approach people, to go in the right direction. We pray that we would be using the powers of persuasion that you've given us for good to lead other people in the right direction. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. The Book of Philemon Paul, a prisoner of Christ Jesus, and Timothy our brother, to Philemon, our dear friend and fellow worker, and to Apphia our sister, and to Archippus our fellow soldier, and to the church in your house, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I thank my God always making mention of you in my prayers, because I hear about your love and faith which you have toward the Lord Jesus and for all the saints. I pray that the fellowship of your faith may become effective in the knowledge of every good thing that is in us for Christ. For I have great joy and encouragement from your love because the hearts of the saints have been refreshed through you, brother. Therefore, although I have great confidence in Christ to order you to do what is proper, instead I appeal to you because of love, since I am such a one as Paul, now an old man and a prisoner of Christ Jesus. I am appealing to you concerning my child, whom I became the father of during my imprisonment, Onesimus. Once he was useless to you, but now he is useful to you and to me, whom I have sent back to you himself, that is, my heart, whom I wanted to keep with me in order that he might serve me on behalf of you during my imprisonment for the gospel. But apart from your consent, I wanted to do nothing in order that your good deed might be not as according to necessity, but according to your own free will. For perhaps because of this he was separated from you for a time, in order that you might have him back forever, no longer as a slave, but more than a slave, a beloved brother, especially to me, but how much more to you, both in the flesh and in the Lord. If, therefore, you consider me a partner, receive him as you would me. But if in anything he has caused you loss or owes you anything, Charge this to my account. I, Paul, write this with my own hand. I will pay it back. Lest I mention to you that you owe me even your very self besides. Yes, brother, I ought to have some benefit of you in the Lord. Refresh my heart in Christ. Confident of your obedience, I am writing to you, because I know that you will do even beyond what I say. At the same time also, prepare a guest room for me, for I hope that through your prayers I will be restored to you. Epaphras, my fellow prisoner in Christ Jesus, greets you, and so do Mark, Aristarchus, Demas, and Luke, my fellow workers. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit. Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. Philemon was written by Paul from prison. It was written at the same time as Colossians. Onesimus is mentioned in Colossians 4.9, and it seems that Philemon was in the area of Colossae. 
Paul starts out the letter, as usual, with the from line. He calls himself a prisoner of Christ Jesus. He also includes Timothy, as he often does. On the to line, he lists Philemon, and also Apphia and Archippus. We can guess that Apphia is Philemon's wife, and perhaps Archippus is their son. As usual, Paul wishes them grace and peace from God. He reports his prayer for Philemon, being thankful for his love and faith, and prays that his faith will be effective. I think Paul means that he wants to see Philemon acting on his faith. And Paul says that Philemon has encouraged many. In fact, on the two-line, Paul had mentioned the church that meets in Philemon's house, so it seems that he is a leader in the church. Then Paul gets to his reason for writing. He starts out saying that he has the authority to order Philemon to do the right thing, but he wants Philemon to do it on his own out of love. So instead, Paul is asking. What Paul is asking about is Onesimus. Paul says he became the father of Onesimus. While it isn't 100% certain, most people think that Onesimus had run away from Philemon and somehow found his way to Paul. Paul had taught Onesimus the gospel, and Onesimus had turned to Christ. So now, to do the right thing, Paul is sending Onesimus back to Philemon. Runaway slaves would usually be punished, sometimes killed. But it seems that Paul is asking for Philemon, at a minimum, not to punish Onesimus. Paul says that Onesimus had been a useless slave before, but now that he is a Christian, he is useful, both to Philemon and to Paul. Paul says that he wanted to keep Onesimus with him, but he didn't want to do that without Philemon's permission. He says Onesimus is now much more than a slave, but a brother in Christ. So Paul says, accept him back as if he were Paul himself. It seems that perhaps Onesimus may have stolen from Philemon. At a minimum, he stole some time by running away. So Paul says, charge any of that to Paul's account. And then he casually mentions that Philemon owes Paul a debt. Probably this means that Paul taught Philemon the gospel. So that is a huge debt of gratitude. Then Paul says that he knows that Philemon will do more than what Paul is asking. What more could Philemon do? Some have suggested that Paul is hoping that Philemon will give Onesimus his freedom. It also seems that Paul is hinting strongly that he would really like to have Onesimus with him. So maybe Philemon will send Onesimus back to Paul. Or maybe both. Paul ends with a few greetings, which are similar to the greetings in Colossians. And now for a deeper dive. We've talked about slavery before, so I won't spend a lot of time on that now. The Bible never says to abolish slavery, but it says a lot about the attitudes behind slavery. But what I want to think about is how Paul approaches Philemon here. If you put yourself in Philemon's place, he has been wronged by Onesimus. And Philemon is in a position to punish Onesimus for this. The law would not only allow, but encourage Philemon to punish Onesimus, because other slave owners would want to discourage their slaves from escaping. So Philemon may actually suffer in the community if he doesn't punish Onesimus. So if you have been wronged by someone, and you are being encouraged by everyone to take revenge, what do you do? Paul says he could order Philemon to do the right thing, but instead he's asking him, begging him. Paul says he knows that Philemon will do more than he is asking. There is strong psychology behind that. 
When we let people know that we expect great things of them, they do want to rise to the occasion. And at the end, Paul says he hopes to come visit. So Paul is going to find out sooner or later what Philemon ended up doing. So, is Paul manipulating Philemon here? Well, clearly Paul wants Philemon to do the right thing. And Paul isn't saying one thing and meaning another. Paul isn't using slimy sales tactics. But he is using good psychology. He is pressuring Philemon to go the right direction. But Paul doesn't just want the right action. Paul wants Philemon to have the right desire. He doesn't want Philemon to do the right thing because he has to, but have a bad attitude about it. He wants Philemon to do the right thing wholeheartedly. Really, this is the same thing that God is doing with us. God could force us to do anything he wants, but instead, God wants us to do the right thing from our hearts. So, how do we deal with people around us? Are we trying to force people to do what we think is best? Or do we even care if they do the right thing? Or like Paul, are we using honest, above-board persuasion to reach people's hearts to go in the right direction? Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible. Copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark of Logos Bible Software.